Hey everyone, I'm Jordan. And I'm Lex. And this is Or Learn Parkour. A podcast that is normally about ADHD, uh, still done by two people who have ADHD. We still do. But this week is going to be a little bit different. As some of you may know, this month, September, is National Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. We are smack dab in the middle of National Suicide Prevention Awareness Week, and by the time this gets to your ears, it will be National Suicide Prevention Awareness Day. So we wanted to pop in with a little message for you. We're here to talk about basically the, the ways that ADHD and suicide are actually pretty closely linked. Uh, we're here to talk a little bit about our own personal experiences with this. And since our podcast is generally about taking care of your mental health, we felt like it was prudent to talk about this. Yeah, we wanted to say something, even if that something is just, this is a thing that a lot of people have some experience with, and whether you're experiencing it firsthand or somebody in your life that you love is, you're not alone. Yeah. It seems as though the general idea for this whole month, week, and day is to encourage others to reach out and check on their friends, check on their family, and check in with yourself and see where you're at to do what you can to help people through any sort of mental health episodes or incidents that may lead to or be indicative of suicidal ideation or outright suicide. And we for sure support that. Absolutely. If you are feeling as though you're alone and it is your only option, the idea is to let you know that you're not alone. There are resources out mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. for you, people who can help you work through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes, it is super important to check in with your friends. It's important to, I think, have a month like this where we're just opening the conversation to say that this is something that happens. Um, this is something that a lot of people deal with. And just to bring that to the forefront and try and take some of the stigma away because that can be very alienating in and of itself. Yeah, and I think the other thing is that summer's coming to an end, fall mm -hmm. is on its way, which means winter is on its way, and as I'm sure you're aware, the world, and especially in the US, uh, our world here is bad. It's happening a lot. It's a shit show. It, like, it's yeah. just really bad. There's, There's some lot. Really, really horrendous people doing horrendous things. A lot of things in life right now for a huge chunk of people mm -hmm. are seeming quite hopeless. And so I think with everything happening between the pandemic and the economy and how our government is handling everything and how our government is treating its citizens, it's just gonna be an inevitable fact that suicides are going to see an uptick. They usually do in the winter months as it is. And so I think it's something that we are really obviously unhappy about like it this world sucks but we're also just 
it's important to us that mm-hmm. this podcast is a community. Absolutely. Um, and we goof a lot, but we're still definitely people who still have a lot of our own shit that we're dealing with. So with all of that in mind, Jordan has collected some numbers and facts and statistics and other such things to mm-hmm. present y'all with so that you are aware of the potential connections and risks between ADHD and suicide. And then we all also, we're going to just talk a little bit about our own personal experience with this in mm-hmm. case it helps any of you to feel a little less alone. We will also be posting some resources for mental health in general and also for people who are at risk of suicide or for people who have loved ones who are at risk of suicide. Mm-hmm. So we are going to share those resources. The links will be in the episode description. And we have some concrete resources for y'all to check out. But we also just wanted to give some space and give a little bit of time to this very serious and very real issue. Yeah. For the ADHD community. Yeah, we felt like it was worth pointing out, at least with the information that we have and the experience that we have specifically talking about ADHD here, that people who are at risk here or people who might be experiencing time that they don't see the end of can look a little bit different than you might expect sort of the stereotypical movie description of like a depressed person or Mm -hmm. somebody who has just gone through some big life change looks like. And I did not know actually until this month that having ADHD can actually put people at increased risk uh, for considering suicide. And that's not surprising given that even just on its own, ADHD is so commonly comorbid with disorders that people more commonly realize that's a risk. This is some information that I found in the internet. We will again post the links to all of our sources, but it says... Of the 146 million people in the database they studied, 3.87 million had ADHD diagnoses, diagnoses, about 48% of them women. Of those diagnosed with ADHD, approximately 85% received at least one prescription for ADHD medication over the study period. Researchers reported on suicide attempts, 0.1% of the men and 0.2% of the women attempted suicide at least once. Patients with ADHD were significantly more likely to attempt suicide than those without ADHD. Men were at a 4.7% increased risk and women were at a 4.9-fold increased risk. Uh, However, it is, I think, worth noting that the risk of a suicide attempt was 39% lower when people with ADHD were taking medications. And that's regardless of whether there was a diagnosis of depression or substance abuse disorder in there. And that study also indicates that out of the entire pool of folks with ADHD, the people who were most at risk were specifically women and specifically women with combined type ADHD rather than inattentive. If you are in the boat where you or someone that you love is thinking, oh, this is not serious enough for me to feel this hopeless, I don't have a reason to be upset, I shouldn't be this sad, I'm not depressed, what's wrong with me? Regardless of what your diagnosis is, if you're feeling like that, that's valid and you are just as entitled to the resources to help you get through that as anybody else. Regardless of diagnosis, regardless of gender, 
the study is broken down in a very gender binary way, but regardless of whether you're a man or a woman or non-binary or anywhere on the gender spectrum, if what's going on in the world is getting to you or your brain is just not being kind to you, there are a lot of reasons why and none of those make you more or less deserving of finding a way through it. Yeah, no, thank you so much for sharing that info, my dear Jordo. Of course. It's interesting to look at and hear about those statistics, especially being a woman with ADHD combined type who has had roughly three different incidents regarding suicidal ideation. I personally have never attempted suicide, but I have gotten to a point where I've needed to call a helpline or chat or text. I, don't, I guess they're all helplines. But right. um, so I've, I've had three instances like that in my adult life. Uh, the first one when I was 19 and the third one just this past winter. Uh, So this is something that's very personal Mm -hmm. for both Jordan and I. Um, I've lost friends. I've lost relatives to suicide. I have as well. A lot of the people Mm -hmm. that I know and hold dear struggle with this sort of thing. I know people that I've lost to that. I know that I've had times where I... Before I understood what was going on in my brain, I felt so sad that it scared me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, just, I feel like I can't say enough, like, regardless of what your background is, regardless of what your diagnosis is, regardless of why you feel that way, regardless of whether you actively have a plan to end your life or hurt yourself in any way or you're just scared and you don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. there are resources for you and you deserve that help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's worth noting too, especially given the statistics surrounding medication, Mm -hmm. and I know I personally, no matter how life goes, when I've had medication to regulate Mm -hmm. my emotions, it's incalculable, it seems, you know, the difference there. And so Mm -hmm. something that... Jordan and I are both pretty passionate about, and I'm sure our politics are pretty clear from, like, the get-go in this podcast, Mm -hmm. Um, but the main, I don't want to say issue, but the main sticking point that I have a lot of the time with suicide prevention awareness and the resources that were given for that is not that those resources exist, because I think it's so important, and I think it's really important, too, to take care of people, to take care of each other. But there is something to be said about a system where that is one of the highest causes of death in young people Mm -hmm. and in women. When suicide is so prevalent and when studies have shown the clear difference in how healthcare Mm -hmm. and especially good mental healthcare can prevent any sort of suicidal ideation because they're supported by, you know, not just their loved ones, but they have access to medication if they need it, mm-hmm. they have access to therapy if they need it, and they have access to healthcare that is non-judgmental and accessible and cheap, right? No, that That's makes perfect like, sense. Yeah. It's a systemic issue mm-hmm. and points to a need in the healthcare system, and I think it points to a need in society at large mm-hmm. because, you know, like you said, we see suicide rates go up in winter, but we also see suicide rates go up during economic issues and recessions and when the stock market's not doing great. And after celebrity deaths, when viral videos go around of people dying by suicide, like there's a clear issue here that is not 
It's not fair to expect individuals to be able to have the training and the capacity to completely prevent those things. Mm -hmm. And I think the issue with saying things like, well, you know, you just need to check on your friends and family. And if you know someone who's struggling with this, like, just do what you can to help them. And it's it's not your fault Mm -hmm. if someone still passes away. Mm-hmm. And it's not on you to fix other people. And worth noting, and- it's not your fault or on you that they feel suicidal in the first place Mm -hmm. no matter what they do about it it's not because of who you are or what you've done or what you haven't done Mm -hmm. ever 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 yeah and we we know it's a sticky issue we know that there are gray areas and there are times when you know you can help people and that's great but there should be an emphasis placed on how you vote and what sort of policies you support and um, what sort of communities you build Mm -hmm. in a completely holistic sense yep it's kind of a a both and situation yeah we're not here to be super clear we're not here to dunk on any of the people saying check on your friends Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, we're just saying that's both are good yeah yeah that's duct tape on the massive leaking cylinder of society yeah and while it may keep the leak from happening for a little bit it doesn't fix the pipe Mm-hmm. Oh, and also defund the police because police are the number one responders mm-hmm. to uh, incidents of suicide and cannot stress enough how unhelpful that is. There have been multiple accounts of people attempting to get the police called on them as an act of suicide. Mm-hmm. And when that's an option in our society, you know, something has gone horrifically wrong. Yeah, so not to mince words here, but universal health care, defund the police, and check on your friends. And check on your friends. Like, and also take care of yourself if you can, because the unfortunate reality of the world we're living in right now is that we don't have those resources always available to everyone. So, mm. yep, it's happening. Things sure happen. I mean, as Troy Bolton always said, we're all in this together, whatever this may be in this circumstance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. We both really wanted to make this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know it's short. We know it's a big old bummer, but also life can be a big old f-ing bummer. So yeah, but I think like we said at the top of this episode, even just starting a conversation is worth doing. That's what we're here to hopefully help facilitate. Yeah. And then we're going to share the concrete resources that can help you if you're in a pinch, basically. Yeah, there's a lot of helplines. There's a lot of advice online of how to take care of yourself when you're feeling something like that. There are some great apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Calm Harm. Harm Calm. I am blanking on the name of it, but it's like a self-harm prevention app. And it's wonderful. I'm not paid to say that. It's just a good app. It also helps a lot with like anxiety, which is what I use it for. There's a lot of support from folks who have gone through this and can look back from the other side and say, here's what I went through. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all on the internet. I don't know. If you get online, there's also like a bunch of lists of like, here are some things to live for. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, Sometimes those are helpful. Sometimes they're not. Don't let any of that deter you if it doesn't connect with you because we all experience this differently. Mm -hmm. If you need to just, you know, not survive for the next sunset or the next album that your band puts out or your next time you hug a dog, that's fine. If you just need to survive out of spite right now, that works just fine. If you just need to look at your mental illness or the state of the world or your brain chemistry and say, nah, come out here and kill me like a real man. Get your act together like another disease and shut down my organs yourself instead of trying to get me to do it myself, you coward. That's also valid. Oh, yeah. 
whatever works. Mm-hmm. That's helped me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no one size fits all. All exactly. that to say. Yeah. Uh, like, like I mentioned earlier, and I don't feel comfortable sharing the intimate details because uh, this is still a podcast mm-hmm. and you don't have um, to prove the seriousness of your life to anybody else. Yeah, no, exactly. But all that to say, one thing that really helped me was just telling Jordan what was going on. I don't even remember like what I said to her, but I just told her that I was not having a good time and that I had contacted a lifeline sort mm-hmm. of chat and that I was just gonna sit and watch Letter Kenny. And Jordan just offered to sit with me and watch Letterkenny with me while I just survived. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes that's all you can do. Yeah. And who's to say what was motivating me beyond, if I get to the next episode, I'll get to hear more about Canada Gooses. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, uh, so, and I'm not saying Letter Kenny kept me from spiraling into a deep hole of suicidal ideation, but I'm not not saying that. Whatever so, thank you. works. Thank you so much, Jared Kiesel. Oh, but, yeah, I, I don't know, in all seriousness, but also not that serious because it's my trauma and my emotions and I can joke about it if I wanna. But also really though, if all that's getting you through is, well, if I, you know, maybe I can get to the next episode of Taskmaster, mm-hmm. if I wait a, you know, wait a week, that's fine. Just do what you gotta do. Because mm-hmm. life sucks right now. Like, our yeah. country sucks right now. Yeah. And people who are in charge of things also super suck right now. Yeah. A lot of us are very, very isolated. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to plan for the future right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of unknowns and that makes it really really easy to feel out of control especially right now where a huge chunk of us are unemployed and the government just kind of decided that we'll be fine we'll survive right they can just eat food out of the trash cans right like that's what i imagine people in congress are saying like they're just once they ran out of bread they can eat cake right yeah exactly so now more than ever, super you're not alone. No money, no jobs, no opportunities. It's a rough time and I would be lying if I said that I wasn't struggling. And so I think I want to be transparent about that as well. And mm-hmm. that Jordan and I feel like this is really important because, you know, I have a wonderful support system, but I'm still struggling with these things. And mm-hmm. so the fact that my life is as rich and full as it is, and I'm still struggling, I can only imagine what other people are going through right now. And so I think it's just it's just really important to me and it's really important to Jordan too. This is a, a thing that you should be paying attention to if you're mm-hmm. not. And that if you are struggling with this and if you already have been paying attention and you're, you know, we're just preaching to the choir that you're not alone. There's a choir to preach to, right? Absolutely. <laughs> like there's, Absolutely. Yeah. We're not mental health professionals, but we will link resources in our episode description. Yes. And Um, if there is anything else that you have questions about in terms of navigating this sort of thing, in terms of how ADHD and other comorbid disorders relates to this, in terms of if you are the people preaching to the choir, where else you can get involved, please reach out to us. Our Twitter is open. Our emails are open. We want to be a part of this community because we need to be. Because mm-hmm. when we don't have the support systems that we talked about earlier, like appropriate health care and like societal things, we have each other. Mm-hmm. So, community is so, so important. So reach out to us if there's any other directions we can help point you. Or if you just want to see some pictures of our cats. 
please reach out to us for pictures yeah. of our cats. I would actually love that. I have so many good pictures of Ned that I've mm-hmm. just been sitting on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, we talked about this, so I maybe I'll post this after the episode drops. Uh, that video. We have a <gasps> video. It's like maybe half a minute, a minute long. I think it's like a minute. It's like a whole minute of Jordan's beautiful son. My sweet, sweetest boy. Just making so many biscuits. Lost in the fluffy blanket sauce. Mm-hmm. I have a really good fuzzy blanket, and Ned has just been... He's just claimed it as his own. Mm-hmm. That's Nedland. Mm-hmm. We I will, will say... definitely post that video. Yeah, we will post that video. I will say any fluffy surface in this apartment does not belong to us. If it's fluffy and soft and you can make good cat biscuits, mm-hmm. Ned has claimed it. He knows what he's about, and I respect that. And Rupert will get in there, too. Sometimes she makes, like, just, like, a little bit of bread. Just a little brunch batch of biscuits. Mm-hmm. Just a little, like, some beignets. Mmm. Yeah. Anyways. Love she, that. Yeah. Speaking of things that make us happy, though, mm-hmm. for this week's dopamine trampoline, mm-hmm. how would you feel about sharing your favorite self-care thing to do? Yeah. Or does that feel cheesy? No, I don't think that's cheesy. I think in terms of, like, self-care, I have different levels. Okay. Easiest cheapest, most accessible self-care that may not be the best physical self-care, but it gives me the dopamine, guaranteed, it's McDonald's root beer. And you ask, why McDonald's root beer specifically? Well, I'll tell you. Coca-Cola and McDonald's have a specific contract so that McDonald's is the only company in the entire world that can take Coke's flavors for sodas and drinks and change them just a little bit so that they're specific to the McDonald's brand. That's so wild to me. Mm-hmm. So it's a bummer because I cannot get this delicious, crispy, bubbly root beer anywhere else. But McDonald's has a version of Bark's root beer that is sublime. It is definitely the crispiest. Yeah, so it's only a dollar. So it is freakishly accessible. And it's also a very easy way for loved ones in my life to be like, hey, I see you're having a hard time right now. I'm going to get you a soda. Here you go. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, thank you. I love you so much. So I have that level of self-care. Or I could do the, like, stereotypical self-care where it's, like, pampering yourself. Mm -hmm. And if it's pampering yourself, it's got to be lush face masks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in a pinch, just painting my nails. There you go. Because most people do have at least, like, one or two nail polish colors. I have many. She does. This is very true. And I benefit from her collection greatly. So thanks for that. I love painting my nails. And then if it's like a for real, like settle in, buckle up, because we're going to have a self-care night, Mm -hmm. then it'll include McDonald's root beer. Mm -hmm. It'll include lush face masks. Mm -hmm. It'll include painting my nails. It'll include watching Letterkenny. It'll include wrapping my whole body in a fluffy blanket. And those are like generally my go-tos. If I'm actually having a really bad day, I will sit down and watch Letterkenny. If you haven't heard of Letterkenny, it's a fantastic, divine, peak, comedic show out of Canada. And you can see it on Hulu. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was gonna say, if you haven't heard of Letterkenny, then why are you starting with episode 4.5 about Sue? side we've definitely mentioned it before so there's no way you got this far through the rest of the other episodes without mentioning it or at least referencing it i don't think i've necessarily mentioned it by name every episode but i think there is at least one letter can reference absolutely in every episode but hey if you listened or read through this whole bummer maybe now's the time to go check out letter kenny it's so 
So good. It's so that gives good. me a straight dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I talked about this a little bit last week. Video games, and specifically right now, like right now, in these buck wild, stupid ass, uncertain times, I've been playing this new video game on Steam, and I think it's out on some other platforms as well. But it was just released at the end of August. It's called Spiritfarer, and it's a game where you have replaced Chiron, the ferryman of the underworld in ancient Greek mythology. You have replaced him, and now you are walking spirits to death's door, and that sounds really, really depressing. And it does make me cry, but it is also one of the most beautiful, soothing, loving games Mm -hmm. I have played in so long, and so that right now has been my go-to. I just listen to a lot of things. I like to do things to make my dopamine pop off. Yeah. So what about you? There's a lot of different types of self-care that I feel are worth mentioning that are outside of the typically perceived realm of self-care of like Mm -hmm. pampering and taking a bath. As much as I love taking a bath, don't get me wrong, bath life for life Mm -hmm. and things like that. There are also important but less fun self-care things to do of like getting your teeth cleaned and going through your drawers and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, My favorite self-care activities are just nice sensory experiences, like tactile sensory experiences. Mm -hmm. And if I am at home and just in and having a rough time, my weighted blanket is a 10 out of 10 soothing item. Shout out to my brother Ross for buying it for me for Christmas. Also, happy birthday because we're recording this on your birthday. Um, Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Ross. Also, I just got a new cover for my weighted blanket that's made out of bamboo. It is so cute, y'all. It's very cute. And it's also really smooth and soft and it's cooling material. So it's Mm -hmm. cool to the touch. Mm -hmm. And then it just is like laying underneath a hug. I love my weighted blanket. I know they're not for everybody, but as a person with ADHD and anxiety, I don't know what I would do without mine. I don't know how I slept before it. So 10 out of 10 for the weighted blanket. If I'm up for leaving the house, sometimes that in and of itself can be a nice self-care thing to do to move and get a change of scenery. But specifically getting out of the house to go to Bed Bath & Beyond and then touching all of the towels because they're soft. Yeah, unfortunately, that's a no-go for several reasons at this point in history. Yeah. So valid. Right now, not a thing that I do. Mm -hmm. College days, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's a nice textural thing. The light is so bland and the music is so bland and it's usually empty. It's kind of a nice solitary experience. And then it's methodical because you just go through the rows of them. It's like that scene from Amelie where she's putting her hands into the bag of rice. Don't, don't say it. I am don't say it. Suppressing. Don't. Suppressing. Don't you so dare. I won't because I don't want the McElroys to literally come and beat us up. Just... <laughs> yeah. The podcast snipers are just waiting. Finger mm-hmm. on the trigger. Mm-hmm. But you know the one where she's like putting her hands into the bag of rice and beans and stuff and it feels really nice. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. Hell yeah. I will say, I understand that there are forms of self-care that aren't necessarily fun, as Jordan said. And for me, leaving the house is never fun. (laughs) I don't like going for walks unless I'm literally going to the outdoor outdoors, not Mm -hmm. just around our block in Chicago. 
but those are very good things for me to do and they definitely are acts of self-care and I feel better after I do them. But since Jordan asked what my favorites were, I, I told you the like really lazy, gushy ones. So. Oh yeah, no, your your just favorites to... are valid. I just wanted to make sure and touch that base oh, yeah. of like not being two white women sitting here going, yeah, face masks, you know? Oh yeah, no, and that's where I'm like, I recognize that that's like stereotypical self-care, but if it works, it works. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I believe, is all we have for you today. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Suicide Prevention Awareness Month goes until the end of the month, because that's kind of how months work. Is it? So I've been told, but I don't think time's real anymore, so... It's not. Sure. We will keep you updated as the situation develops. In the meantime, this has been Orland Parkour. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We will post the links to the normal things we post, such as our cover art and our theme song and our references in our episode description, as well as some of the resources that we mentioned this episode for you or for loved ones who might be struggling right now. We love y'all. We have a small community right now, but it's a good one, and we're very happy to be a part of that. And yeah, like Jordan said, just take care of yourselves. We don't have any funny jokes or questions to play us out this time, because that'd be wild. That'd be a real cold, cold take on how to end an episode about suicide prevention. So bad. Yeah, it's not a good one. Um, So we will just say, see you next week. Yeah, see you next week.